and this is the, the Demented Files. This is Julie. And this is Raquel. Welcome again. This is going to be our seventh episode. Oh my God. I Crazy. Know, I know. <laughs> How are you this week, Raquel? I am here. Yeah. That is it. <laughs> <laughs> Just short and sweet. Yes. I'm very excited about this. Is I look forward to this. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about our stories. Yeah. We're going to try to keep this one what do you call it we're gonna try to do two stories in this episode right i know we've been doing one per episode like we're, we're gonna be all over the place right like with that like we if, can't promise consistency yeah we're not gonna promise consistency <laughs> that's not what life is about no we're gonna do you know whatever we can if one day one episode might have one story one episode might have two stories right you're just gonna come and and find out there will always be an episode we can tell you that yeah yeah there's always gonna be something <laughs> some you're always gonna hear us talking about something yes so how are yeah, you i'm okay uh what did i do this i don't remember anything that i did this week we're oh, fucking adulting we're, yeah i just edited a lot that's what i did and went to work here now we I'm are here and i'm very happy that it's sunny out you know it's almost spring mm-hmm. it's almost summer mm-hmm. we're getting over the seasonal depression yes new england is uh hard to live in in the winter it is it and is. it's depressing and it there's is. not much to do in the cold especially if you're a person that doesn't like the cold yeah. so we're breaking out of our shell hell yeah <laughs> hell yeah it's gonna be nice because i just want to drink outside and like we were talking about sniff before, citronella and yeah and do gardening or well we were talking about gardening. gardening right and because i don't want to be near any bugs no me either and i, I don't <laughs> like getting my hands dirty so yeah i'm just gonna buy the pre- pre-grown vegetables and <laughs> call them my tomatoes. own right <laughs> yeah I, we can't wait for that shit it's too long it takes yeah. too long <laughs> barbecue okay so let's get into it and uh do you know what i'm talking about this week did i tell you i i did vaguely i did i texted you yes okay yeah vaguely we were like what are we doing this week right <laughs> okay so guys we're gonna talk about reincarnation today what yeah, yeah. what do you know about reincarnation you you into it uh, I am. I believe that my youngest son has definitely been here before. Whoa. He's way too fed up with life already. Oh. He's an old uh, grump. He's an old soul. Yes, he is. Really? And some of the things he says, I'm like, yeah, this kid's been here before. Oh. Yesterday, I think um, he brought home some apple juice for us. They gave him an extra snack and his brother was like, this tastes like poop. And oh. my son was like, the little one, he was like, be grateful. <gasps> I didn't have to bring you anything. Oh my god! And I'm like, yeah. Oh, he's a sweetie pie. He's been here before. <laughs> <laughs> Has he ever said anything, or you just you just have a, a feeling? Oh no, he said a lot of things. Oh really? Yeah, there's a lot of things. Not like oh. anything like I, you know, I was a Jamaican in my past life, yeah, but yeah. like he's told me like some of the phrases that, or oh. just his mindset at six. I'm like, yeah, like yeah. he's a li- either he's really wise or like we were talking about something one day, and every time we noticed that every time that the group agrees on something, he's like, well, you know, we all agree the sky is blue, and he's like, actually, it's light blue. <laughs> And we're like, you always have to go against the grain. And he's like, everyone is entitled to their own opinion. Oh. Just like that. Like, checks me. And I was like, wow. You're right. I can't say anything. It's like, you know what? Okay. Okay. (laughs) It's good. So, yes, I have some. Oh. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I I don't know anybody that 
maybe I feel like it's been reincarnated. But I've always been into like watching all the, the stuff on YouTube, yeah. reading about it. It's yeah. so interesting. Yeah. I just want to give like a little explanation first before, you know, we got into like, there's one story I wrote about that's just like, come on, this is, it's eerie. Really? It's eerie. Oh, I'm excited. So, so reincarnation is also known as transmigration, which is the movement of a soul into another body after death. Or metempsychosis, the supposed transmigration at death of the soul of a human being or animal into a new body of the same or a different species. Wow. Mm -hmm. Reincarnation itself means the rebirth of a soul into a new body. Most religions that believe in reincarnation are based in India, including religions such as Hinduism, Jainism, Buddhism, and Sikhism. I got a brief summary of these religions because even though I have heard of most of them, I didn't really know much about them. I still don't know much about them, but they're definitely interesting to learn about. There's there, there's so much. I haven't you... heard of two of them. Really? So I'm intrigued, yeah. Okay. So first we have Hinduism, which is a very old religion. It is believed to be around 4,000 years old. Most Hindus live in India, and I always found it a bit, a bit confusing as to what Hindus believe in because from what I knew, there's a lot of gods, and I had heard like cows were worshipped like they don't eat beef mm -hmm. um and uh it's always been kind of vague though i never like fully looked into it i still haven't mm -hmm. fully looked into it like it's, it's just so much mm -hmm. you gotta get like books or something mm -hmm. i swear i think the confusion also comes from the fact that hinduism is based on many traditions and philosophies there these are all brought together in a unison and it's not just a like a it's not known as one single organized religion per se mm -hmm. so it's a bit a bit tough to explain but according to history.com most uh, forms of Hinduism are henotheistic, which means they worship a single deity known as Brahman, but still recognize other gods and goddesses. Followers believe there are multiple paths to reaching their god. Hmm. Interesting. And Hindus believe in the doctrines of samsara, the continuous life, the continuous cycle of life, death and reincarnation, and karma, the universal law of cause and effect. Jainism, according to National Geographic, teaches that the path to enlightenment is through nonviolence and reducing harm to living things, including plants and animals. Wow. As much as possible. Like Hindus and Buddhists, Jains uh, believe in reincarnation. The cycle of birth, death, and rebirth is determined by one's karma. So it's kind of like they all kind of like have similar right like topics i was also able to find a quick and simple description of buddhism from national geographic because buddhism is huge right buddhists believe that the human life is a cycle of suffering and rebirth but that if one achieves a state of enlightenment or nirvana it is possible to escape this cycle forever siddhartha gautama was the first person to reach this state of enlightenment and was and is still today known as the Buddha. Buddhists do not believe in any kind of deity. De Did I saying that right? Deity? deity yeah. Deity or God. Although there are supernatural figures who can help or hinder people on the path towards enlightenment. Hmm. Okay. So that's that one. And then the last one for Sikhism. Sikh? Sikhism? I don't know. I'm sorry if I'm saying that wrong. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to say it. But like Sikhs. Yeah. Right? You've yeah, seen yeah. Sikhs before. Yep. I was able to learn that they believe in one supreme God, one omnipresent formless God, and that everyone is equal regardless of gender, race, caste, 
etc. There is freedom to choose and practice religion freely. And when you see the turbans that Sikh men wear, mm -hmm. they actually represent commitment to protect and stand up for the values of equality and justice for all people. That's beautiful. Yeah, right? I like them. I thought it was just like something to not show their hair. Right. It has so much meaning now. Right. That's beautiful. And if you ever met Sikh people, like they're like the nicest people. Very nice. Oh my God. Yeah, very they're so nice. nice. Everything I've ever seen about Sikh people, like Sikh people, they're so nice. Yeah, the they're dudes, very nice. The women, everybody. Yeah. Pretty awesome. There's so many religions out there. Religions that don't really accept the idea of reincarnation are Christianity, Islam, and Judaism. Mm. There is the concept that we only get one life. Or like the young old folks, you know, this generation, whatever they the millennials say. YOLO. YOLO. <laughs> YOLO. YOLO, you only get one life. Wait, I, I always say YOLO. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I'm, but I don't know if I believe it. I just say Especially before funny. a snack. Like if YOLO. I, yeah, YOLO. <laughs> like, I'm going to eat that second before, brownie. Before I cut, cut uh, like, a, like a big 18-wheeler off. YOLO. <laughs> I try not to do that. I'm not okay, doing good. Don't do that. Don't yeah, do no, that. Please don't. <laughs> it's a joke. <laughs> okay, so the topic of reincarnation is mentioned all the way back in Hindu scriptures dating back to 800 BCE wow. called Upanishads. Even ancient Greek philosophers were known for believing in reincarnation. This includes Socrates, Pythagoras, and Plato. There's a quote from Socrates where he states he is confident that we live again after we die. He believes the living sprung from the dead. Pythagoras claimed he could remember past lives. Wow. Yeah, so it's like all over the place. You you don't really know like which there's one so is much, yeah, there's right. so much history for all these topics. So yeah. It's so intriguing to learn and you can go so on so many on. sources. Yeah, yeah. Right. There's so much. The Vikings apparently also believed in reincarnation. Your people, right? Yes, my people. people. I'm a big Viking woman. <laughs> <laughs> you're um oh what's her name? Valky Valkyrie? Valkyrie. Yeah, right? I know who you're talking right? about. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so the Vikings, they believe in reincarnation. According to Old Norse literary records, there was a lot of possibilities for souls, not just boom, you're dead, buried, and that's it. It seems like they had a lot of beliefs when it came down to the soul. One of them was reincarnation could happen when a relative baby was born. So if you were dying and your sister was having a baby and you died, then your soul would go into that infant in the womb. Mm -hmm. That is just one theory. There is so much more to all the religions. It's also intriguing, like I said already. Mm -hmm. One thing we have been able to understand about reincarnation is that karma has a lot to do with it. If you were a terrible person in your past life, your reincarnated life will be filled with lessons for you to learn. You will be more than likely dealing with hardships and difficulties during your new life. If you were poor in your past life, but you were a pure soul and you're a good person, you'll come back to live a good life filled with riches and good fortune and health. Which doesn't make me feel good because I've lived a shitty life. That's what I was just <laughs> thinking about. I was like, I had a really shitty life, but my yeah. life is great now. So yeah. I'm wondering, like, when you say a hard life, that's really based on perspective. Because mm -hmm. there's people who are homeless that they're just like, yeah. they're content. Right. right. So like... I think that a hard life is really based on perspective. It is. I think so. Yeah, it's one of those things. I always think about it. I'm like, what did I do in my past life to deserve what I'm going through? Right. Because things have been hard sometimes. I'm like, what the hell? I totally understand. Yeah. And then I, I do have a fear of decapitation. Like, that's one of my biggest fears. Really? So I wonder if I got decapitated in a past life. Because that's a Maybe really big deal to me. Maybe you freaking pagan. Oh, my God. You're pagan. <laughs> <laughs> well you know what i'm Maybe very witch. very attracted to all that stuff now anyways yeah. like I've, I've always been attracted to like the witchier spookier yeah. stuff like 
all like the rituals and more occult things mm-hmm. i've always been into it so yeah me too yeah i yeah. have a fear of heights i wonder if maybe you fell off a cliff yeah, are you something. are you la llorona you fell off a cliff maybe <laughs> yeah maybe you're you're a white lady uh no wait what's it called a uh, lady in white that's what it is. you I are, are a white, white lady, lady. <laughs> you are white. i am white caucuses caucus comes <laughs> But, I, you know, I actually, I, I always told my boyfriend, too, I'm like, I think I was Jamaican in my past life. I really oh, do. Oh, really? Why? Like, I could speak, like, perfect patois. Right now? Yeah. Oh, you Don't can ask speak me it? to do it. Yes, I can. Oh. Wow. But, Did you just learn by yourself? Oh, well, I grew up uh, around Jamaicans, and oh, one of the people I okay. lived with in my childhood was Jamaican, but, so that could contribute. Okay. But I've always felt like I was. I don't know. I've always said oh, that. Okay, yeah. okay. That's cool. So maybe I wasn't always a Viking. I Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, I always feel like I was, you know, I, I'm very, like, proud of mm-hmm. when I hear, like, I'm indigenous and, right. like, you know, I come from the indigenous America. It's, it's so fucking cool. Right. And then, but I also feel, like, so connected to, like, all the Celtic stuff, too. Like, right. I was just listening to, like, a bunch of stuff about, like, Celtic culture and, like, there's so much of it. And it's just, I've really? always been attracted to that, too. So, but I don't know. And like I said, my DNA came back. I'm, like, have Irish in there. Right. French. Like, all those kind of, right. like, stuff in Europe. But then I am also have all the indigenous parts. Mm. So I don't know where it comes See, from. I'm mostly, it's in the bloodline. Yeah. I don't know. My biggest portion is Irish. And mm. I don't know yeah potato shit lava. about it all i know is that i love potatoes i love potatoes yeah i do know that one of my ancestors is the founder of the knights of columbus saint oh. um saint michael mcgivney okay that is like my great uncle or something like that really we actually look a lot alike yeah we have the same wow. very large forehead so <laughs> um okay but reincarnation let's get back yeah, yeah. okay see i i can go and talk about this for, forever <laughs> so I don't even know where I was anymore. Okay, let's see. So one thing we have to understand, like I said, was karma. Mm-hmm. And the topic of reincarnation has been around for a long time. It is not a new subject, even though more recently in the past, you know, like decades, it's become very popular topic in the paranormal community mm-hmm. because many cases keep coming to light of people who state they are reincarnated people. Mm-hmm. There's especially a lot of cases of children that may be reincarnations of deceased people and can remember aspects of their past lives Hmm. so one of the most well-known cases was that of shanti devi she was born december 11th 1926 in delhi india she was known to barely talk until around she was four years old then she began to talk and state that she had a husband and a son and when a teacher at her school asked her what was the name of the husband she spoke of she gave a full name Pandit Kedarnath Chaube. She would say that she died 10 days after giving birth. So this is, she's four years old. What? She was adamant that her real home was in Matura, even speaking in Matura dialects and running away at the age of six, trying to get back to her husband and son. Dude. (laughs) That's insane. That's fucking It's so creepy. It gives me the chills. I know. I have the chills. (laughs) Yeah. 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 They did locate a man in the town of Matura by the name she had provided. And he confirmed that his wife was Lugdi Devi and had died nine years earlier, 10 days after the birth of their son. Boom. Bro. Oh, God. Bro. That's so eerie, right? And why, I wonder, like, nine years. So it's been a while. Right. She's only four years old. Right. Holy shit. So she, her soul had to have been lingering for a few years. Yeah, like, where does your soul go? Do you become, like, an ant? Those BPAs? (laughs) 
<laughs> do you like become like a watermelon or something and then you maybe come back i don't cat. know maybe your cat oh the cat didn't last for long okay let's that not cat. talk okay. about that yeah, yeah. that's sad mm-hmm. okay anyways pandit uh kedarnath which is like the husband, husband. that she claimed mm-hmm. traveled to new delhi with his son to meet the young girl that claimed she was his deceased wife but he pretended to be his brother instead but she was like uh-uh she was like bs she recognized them and his son which she was like that's my son and she called his bs which is nuts Dude. like never meeting him before she apparently was able to give information that only his wife and him knew like his favorite food and she even gave him a hard time about the fact that he had remarried even though he promised on her deathbed that he wouldn't so he got caught (laughs) oh (laughs) isn't that crazy oh yes you're being berated by a four-year-old right you were supposed to marry nobody else right supposed to be my husband you can hear the kitty (laughs) i know we should let him in you want to let him in yeah okay cool anyways we're back the cat's in the room with us now he's purring all over the floor he's very happy to be in here yeah (laughs) we have to give him what he wants yeah Anyways, these events convinced him, convinced the, you know, the husband that that the little girl was telling the truth. Yeah. Mahatma Gandhi heard about the girl and he set up a commission to investigate the case. The commission took Shanti Devi to Mathura and there she recognized family members, including the grandfather of Lou D. Devi. So she recognized like people wow. from the deceased wife. The commission finalized the investigation and were not able to debunk that Shanti Devi was the reincarnation of Luke Devi. And which is crazy because they got similar names, right? right? They got the same last name. Shanti Devi lived under the age, uh, no, what the? Shanti Devi lived until, I I said she lived under the age. (laughs) (laughs) She lived until she was 61 and she never derailed from her original story, never remarried and continued giving interviews on the subject. The last one being four days before her death. So she always kept that story, which is nuts to me. That's almost sad. It is sad. That she lived that life that wasn't hers and never got to... Yeah. She had to like move on with her own life even though she knew she was somebody else. She never did though. Yeah. She yeah. never married. She just grew up yeah. knowing that story. And right. Yeah. Very sad. It, it is kind of sad. There are, there are so many stories like this mostly from children between the ages of two and five and then they seem to lose the information after revealing it. So that's why her story is so like memorable. I wonder because there was so much publicity around it that, that too. it almost forced her to remember, to remember. in a way. Yeah. Sure, sure. Sometimes the information just disappears as they continue to live their lives or after they seem to find peace with knowing that the information they provided was proven correct. Mm. So like some kids just like okay i you know we found out who the person i was was Mm -hmm. and then it's like they just got like a blank slate and then just start fresh there is a also a claim that most children who say they have died have a birthmark on their body specific parts showing how the previous person they claim they are died Mm. okay so if you were killed in a car accident and let's say your ribs were crushed the new child that's saying that they're your reincarnation will have a birthmark on their ribs. Like, so wow. there's a, that's always creepy to me. Cause it's like, yeah, you know, little kids say whatever, but like if you, there's always a birthmark, like yeah. a lot of the times there's always a birthmark there where the person they say yeah. died had trauma. Like, yeah, I don't that's know. crazy. It's a little eerie. Mm-hmm. There's stories from kids who claim they, they claimed uh, they reincarnated within their own families. They were their own grandfathers or they were pilots in the war, even murder victims. And they come back and know who actually killed them. 
There are many skeptics as well that think kids are just making up these stories. I don't know if I believe that for every single one. I do believe, you know, like little kids will sometimes make things up. Of course. I was very intrigued by Shanti Devi's story and she never outgrew the story. I think some kids definitely have very vivid imaginations, but it literally only takes just one story, mm-hmm. just one to prove existence of anything, you know, reincarnation well, story, or ghosts, yeah. anything. Yeah. It's really eerie. Yeah. Let us know what you guys think about reincarnation. Yeah. Because um, it's definitely a topic that I'm definitely going to bring back. Yes. I, I love talking about it. So Please. this is just a little intro to that. That was a very interesting story. And mm-hmm. and quite frankly, I've never thought too much about, you know, reincarnation. Kind of yeah. like how you said that you, you know, it's something you're really interested in. I mean, I, you know, I make jokes here and there, especially, you know, about certain kids that I meet and things like that especially my son my son has definitely been here before i I, i'm very intrigued after hearing this girl's story like the the fact that she recognized the man and knew that was not the brother yeah and called him out like you said you weren't gonna remarry like that is nuts yeah like the whole story is very nuts very interesting story yeah so that that's just like i said like a introduction i'm probably gonna do it again i don't know what episode but just yeah. gonna bring it back bring more Please spooky do. stories of children Please things like that because it's it's an awesome topic yes so. i like it yeah we wanna let say you want to jump into your story yeah sure i can jump into my story so very different topics this week so i think that originally we kind of had this idea that we weren't gonna really tell each other but i think we found that our was it our third episode i believe i forgot what episode it was it was just the whole episode was dark so I no, think it's good yeah. that we're balancing, you know. Uh, yeah, that I mean, it's it's good, but it's like we'll do whatever we feel like. Right, going to. right, right, yeah. right. True, true. Yeah. So this week I am going to be doing the story of Ed Gein. Ed Gein. Ed Gein. Is it Gein or Gein? Is it Gein? Yeah, it's Ed. Well, everybody knows him as Ed Gein. I don't is know it if it Ed is Gein. Gein. I think so. Is I don't it know. is it Gein? Do you look, you want to look up a pronunciation? Yeah, cuz what the All right. hell? All right, let's do that real quick. So who knew that four letters could be so difficult to figure I know. out? Three different pronunciations. <laughs> we just had three different. So it's Gain. Gain. Okay, Ed Gain. Ed Gain. Got it, got it. So Ed Gain, that's who I'm going to be talking about. Um he is something else. Right. A Ooh. fucking psycho. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um Ed Gain, I'm just going to call him Ed. Because yeah. I'm probably going to end up saying Gein again. Um, <laughs> Ed Gein was born on August 27th, 1906 in Wisconsin. Uh, I typically like to make comments about Leos. If you haven't been able to realize, <laughs> I have something against Leos and Mormons. Oh. But he is not a, a Leo. So I'm going to give him a pass. He's not a Mormon either. He's on the cusp. No, okay. he's not a Mormon. But... <laughs> His mother might as well have been. Yeah. Um, so anyways, he was born to George Philip Gain and Augusta Augusta Wilhelmine. Definitely German folk. Um, Augusta hated her husband, George. He couldn't keep a job and he was a drunk. So obviously their, her idea of a man back in the day, our idea of what a man was supposed to... He was not that. So he couldn't keep a job and he was a drunk. They ended up moving to a huge farm... Um, after dad sold his business uh, because he couldn't keep it up and running, sold his business, and they bought a huge farm, 155 acres out in Wisconsin. That's nice. So when they moved there, Ed only left the farm to go to school. So they didn't really 
do much. You know, there wasn't a whole lot of socialization going on. He spent most of his free time doing farm work and chores. Didn't have many friends, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mom was very religious. She was Lutheran. And she used to treat, she used to preach to her boys about the evils of drinking and her belief that all women, apart from herself, of course, were naturally promiscuous and instruments of the devil. (laughs) Aren't we all? (laughs) I think it's true. Really? You think we're all hussies? (laughs) The fuck? No, no. Child of God over here, okay? (laughs) I just think, you know, that's a good thing. Women should be sassy and saucy. Right. Yeah, it's a good thing. I mean, I don't think it's the devil. Or whatever, but it's a good thing to do. To you be remember fiery. the water boy or the mom? She didn't want. She believed that she believed that everything was the devil and like oh that god, the girl. A long time. Oh my god, yeah. I love that movie. That's who she kind of reminds me of. Bulk. Yeah, oh, right. I love Fire was a bulk. She kind of reminds me of uh, the mom from Water Boy with her <laughs> beliefs. So her children. Uh, so she believed that women were the devil and naturally promiscuous. So mm-hmm. all women were whores and were spawns of Satan. Mm-hmm. And her children were, she had two boys. So she had Ed and the brother. And the boys would be punished if they tried to make friends. So anytime they did try and socialize or make friends, mom was like, uh-uh, yeah. you know, punished. Mom reserved every uh, time every afternoon to read the Bible to them. So mom did not play about her Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Ed was described as shy and was reported as having strange, very strange mannerisms, such as random laughter for no reason. I mean, I don't think that's strange. I literally am one of the funniest people I think I know. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes I'll think about things and yeah. I'll just start laughing. Yeah. And people probably think, like, what the fuck is wrong with her? And I'm just thinking to myself, like, <laughs> that shit was funny. <laughs> um, like, Yeah, I mean, especially back then. You couldn't do anything. Right. Like, you're just a weirdo. Everything was the devil. Everything was the devil. Right. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, I guess they said because he laughed to himself. He was strange. Dad died when he was 34 from heart failure. So dad didn't die when he was 34. Ed was 34 when his dad died. Oh, okay. Okay, so Ed's dad died when he was 34. The dad died from heart failure. So mom was free. Free of the hate of her husband. Mm. Which is as sad as that sounds. Yeah. So Ed started doing odd jobs around the community to help his mom with living expenses. If you can't tell, he was a mama's boy, like to the core. Yeah. Like his mother was his savior. Mm-hmm. So he started doing odd jobs around the community to help mom with living expenses. So at 34, he still lived at home with mom. Red flag number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He- Nowadays, it's like everybody lives with their mom. At 34? Yeah. Why? I don't know. The economy. <laughs> oh, shit. Back then, it was it was a, definitely a red flag, though yeah now everybody lives with their mom i mean i could see it in the 20s but 30s come on yeah i mean unless you're like going through a divorce and you have to move back home but not like living at home since high school type (laughs) shit like that's a problem (laughs) so this dude never moved out right no he's just been there he was definitely attached (laughs) she was giving him the tit oh god um so yeah, so he started working odd jobs around the community. He still lived at home. He worked as a handyman and a babysitter. It was actually reported that he could relate better to children than adults, which is, that would have creeped me out a little bit. Like, why is this grown-ass man trying to be around my kids? Yeah. But I guess that was cool to them. Ed's brother, Henry, um, so there was Ed and Henry. Those were the two boys. So his brother, Henry, started dating a woman who had two children, and he actually planned to move in with her. The children were not his. It was The woman was divorced, and he was going to come in and be stepdaddy and henry was concerned about his brother ed's connection and obsession with their mother 
Henry reportedly didn't like his mom after growing up and realizing how toxic she was, and he would make little side comments about his mother, and Ed would become very irrationally upset. Wow. Yeah, super nuts. So on May 16th, 1944, Henry and Ed were burning away marsh vegetation on the property that, you know, the mom, they still had the farm. Yeah. So they were burning away marsh vegetation and the fire got out of control, which obviously this out of control fire on this huge farm drew the attention of local, the local to fire department first responders. So by the end of the day, the fire was extinguished and, you know, the first responders and firefighters had left. And at this time, Ed reported his brother missing. Mm-hmm. So Robro was missing. Oh, great. A search party searched for Henry, who was found dead in the field, face down. Apparently, he had been dead for some time, and it appeared that the cause of death was heart failure since he had not been burned or injured otherwise. Mm. They later, though, found bruises on his skull. Mm. So maybe Ed didn't like the way that Henry was talking about mama. Oh, my God. Yeah. So they found bruises on the skull. Uh, The police actually dismissed the possibility of foul play. And the counter coroner later officially listed asphyxiation as the cause of death. No official investigation was conducted and an, an actual autopsy was never performed. So I don't know how they determined that asphyxiation, mm-hmm. asphyxiation was the cause of death if they did no autopsy. Hmm. That's nuts. Yeah. So yeah. So brother died in the field by this fire and uh, a little bit sketchy if you ask me, but mm-hmm. Gain, Ed, Gain. Ed, Eddie, right. And his mother were now alone. No, no Henry to talk bad on mama. Mm-hmm. Augusta had a paralyzing stroke shortly after Henry's death. Ed devoted himself to take care of his mother, of course, because he loved his mother. And at some time in 1945, Ed later recounted that he and his mother had visited a man named Smith who lived nearby to purchase some straw for the farm. According to Ed, Augusta witnessed Smith beating a dog. Oh. So the guy that they went to buy hay from was just, like, going ham on this dog. Oh, no. Pissed me off. Yeah. A woman inside the Smith in, inside the Smith home came outside and yelled for him to stop, but Smith beat the dog to death. Oh. Right? What the fuck? Sick fuck. What the hell? Augusta was extremely upset by this scene. Yeah. But get this. She wasn't upset that this guy beat the fucking dog. Mm-hmm. She was upset that there was a woman in the home. <laughs> get the hell out of here. Yeah. So... She was the devil. What the hell? You know, every woman's the devil. Mm -hmm. So she was upset about the presence of another woman. Augusta told Ed that the woman was not married to Smith, so she had no business being there. And she had a second stroke soon after. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. So much hatred for women. Right. Fucking nutcase. (laughs) Like, why are you worried about who Mr. Smith is fucking? Yeah, it's none of your business. Right. So she died on December 29th, 1945 at the age of 67. Ed was devastated by her death. In the words of uh, author Harold Shader, Ed had lost his only friend and one true love. That Mm. is a damn shame. Mm -hmm. That is so unhealthy. This man knew nothing other than his mother. Yeah, and that's the way he was brought up. Right. Unlike his brother, he decided this was okay. Right. He didn't want to like... Venture out. You know, yeah, and Mm -hmm. think about maybe I should be an individual. Mm -hmm. He, He... just some people and it's nice you know for somebody to love his mother so much oh, but yeah. it gets to a point where that's a little unhealthy. unhealthy that's very unhealthy right very unhealthy yeah yeah that was definitely unhealthy mm-hmm. so he felt absolutely alone in the world so ed actually kept ownership of the farm and earned money from odd jobs to keep the farm up to date well not up to date but to keep it running yeah 
He boarded up the rooms used by his mother, including the upstairs and downstairs parlor and the living room, leaving them completely untouched. So he did not use those rooms at mm-hmm. all. He actually lived in a small room next to the kitchen. And apparently the rest of the house outside of the parts that he boarded up, the parts that were co- uh, frequently used by his mom, the house was like gross. Yeah. Like almost inhabitable. Mm. But he lived in a small room next to the kitchen. Throughout his time alone, he became increasingly interested in reading pulp magazines and adventure stories, particularly those following, uh, involving cannibals or Nazi stories. Oh, fantastic. Right. On the morning of uh, November 16th, 1957, so a few years after his mother died, a Plainfield hardware store owner, Bernice Warden, disappeared. Now get this, Bernice Warden's son was the deputy sheriff sheriff <laughs> you had these words i can't today. talk today <laughs> i think i need a nap oh and it's only 12 so the deputy sheriff frank yeah. warden was bernice warden the woman who went missing that was uh, her son okay so he entered the store his mother's store around 5 p.m and he found that the cash register was open and there were blood stains on the floor mm-hmm so Bernice's son, the sheriff, told investigators that on the evening before his mother's disappearance, Ed had been in the store and that he returned the next morning for a gallon of antifreeze. A sales slip for a gallon of antifreeze was the last receipt written by Warden the morning she disappeared. Okay. So the last receipt she wrote was for, a game, for him. For gain. Yep. Gain. Yes. G. For G. We're just going to call him G. Ed G. <laughs> so on the evening of the same day... Ed was arrested at the grocery store and they ended up searching the farm. So they knew it because obviously they had probable cause because mm-hmm. that was the last receipt written, Yeah, you know, before they used receipt books. Yeah. So they, you know, were able to search his farm. What they found, <laughs> the first thing that they found was Bernice Warden's body with her head cut off. So you, I know your fear of decapitation. Yeah. He had decapitated her and she was in a shed on Ed's property, hung upside down by her legs with a crossbar at her ankles and ropes at her wrists. They, the way they explained it was almost that of a deer. You know, when deer hunters, um, when they kill the deer, they mm-hmm. hang them by their feet and they gut them. Yep. The torso was actually gutted like a deer would be. Uh, I guess deer meat, I looked into why deer are gutted and deer are gutted because it's a, it's a necessary step in, in obtaining and preserving the meat. Fantastic. Right. Okay. She had been shot with a twenty-two caliber rifle and the mutilations were made after her death. So he killed her and then he he decapitated her gutted her like a deer all right fucking sick fuck so if you hear my cat we kicked him out because he was being um <laughs> yeah well actually no he wanted to leave yeah he wanted to leave but now he's meowing at the door again yeah because he wants to come back in and i'm i'm putting my foot down <laughs> so soon after his mother's death soon after ed's mother's death mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he started to create a woman suit okay a woman suit so that he could become his mother and literally crawl into her skin it's fucking weird that's weird mental illness right right very so they searched the house so this is what they found in the house listen to this whole human bones and fragments a waste basket made of human skin human skin covering several chair seats skulls on his bedposts female skulls some with the top sawn off bowls made from human skulls a corset made from uh, from female torso skinned from shoulders to waist leggings made from human skin bro what the <laughs> hell? Uh. that's sick masks 
made from the skin of female heads. Mary Hogan's face made from a mask and a paper bag. So Mary Hogan was another individual went missing who went missing in that community. And she went missing in 1954, which was three years before Bernice Warden, the woman who was found hung and gutted like a deer. Mm-hmm. She Mary Hogan was uh, went missing three years before Bernice. Oh, so this okay. wasn't his first kill. Yeah. Obviously. So her face was her her face was found. It was her mask her yeah it was made her face was made into a mask and it was found in a paper bag Mm -hmm. her skull was in a box they found her skull in a box they found bernice warden's entire head in a cloth bag they found bernice warden's heart in a plastic bag in front of ed's wood burning stove and they found nine vulvas in a shoe box so he just had random vaginas laying around. How do you even cut those off? I looked up, and this is really bad. This is terrible. Well, I, you gotta I look up stuff. Because, right. We have so yeah. many different words. So I looked up what a vulva is, and the vulva is literally like the whole front faceplate of our vagina. So yeah. you know when you look at it, you got all that, all yeah. that. Mm-hmm. It's all that. How do you cut that off though? With and it stays together. Well, it probably wasn't together. Oh. It was probably just equal parts. Mm. to make nine holes Mm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, so nine vulvas and they also found a young girl's dress the vulvas of two females judged to be about 15 years old that is so sad Mm, they also found a belt made from human nipples Mm. i saw the belt you did i I, i'm not sure if it was so i looked at a few sites i'm not sure if it was an if if it was the actual belt or if they like recreated it but Mm -hmm. i saw a belt made from nipples Okay. Uh, they found four noses, a pair of lips on a window shade drawstring, a lampshade made from the skin of a human face, and fingernails from hu- from female fingers. This guy just had a collection of Ugh. body. I can't imagine. Pr- imagine the smell. This I was about to say that. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's got to smell Fucking so bad gross. in there. Have you ever smelled a dead animal? Like, have you ever had yeah. an animal die in your vent? No, but I've smelled them like roadkill and stuff. Like. Yeah. Okay, so there was a mouse in a vent once when I when I was younger and um I f- had my first apartment. There was a dead animal in one of the vents and it's one of the worst smells I probably ever smelled. Ugh. So I can't even imagine what that house smelled like. Oh yeah, it was foul. Right. And so when he was questioned Ed told investigators that between 1947 and 1952, he made as many as 40 visits to three local graveyards to exhume recently buried bodies. He stated that he dug up the graves of recently buried middle-aged women he thought resembled his mother, and he took the bodies home where he made souvenirs. Fucking psycho. So, I'm just trying to figure out, like, how did he know that they looked like his mother? He probably was just... I mean, it probably either was a small community. Oh, true. And he probably... He knew who they were. Right. Or he was just digging them up and this one's a hit. The, oh, the lit, it doesn't look like the mom, but got the same lips. That's why he had bits uh. and pieces of like, and he had like random lips hanging from the drawstring of the shade. Like, bro, what? <laughs> I couldn't disturbing. find better use for those. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't, yeah, they didn't really get too much into detail how he yeah. figured that out, but... um November 21st, 1957, Ed was arraigned on one count of first-degree murder. I don't know how. He pleaded not guilty due to reason of insanity. Ed was diagnosed with schizophrenia and found uh, mentally incompetent to stand trial. Mm -hmm. He was sent to Central State Hospital for the Criminally Insane, which is a maximum security uh, facility in Wisconsin. Okay. He spent the rest of his life in mental asylums. 
Ed died at the Mendota Mental Health Institute due to respiratory failure secondary to lung cancer on Ju- July 26, 1984, at the age of 77. You know, there's something about Ed. It's haunting. I mean, that he liked like, to make belts out of nipples. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if you could go into somebody's head, I would definitely want to go into his head when he was alive and doing what he was doing. Like, yeah, because it's just I can't fathom. I really think that that between the religion, I think that we've noticed a trend religion in some forms when it's too much can it can be a form of abuse. And it's turned like a couple of the people that we've already talked about grew up in very overpoweringly religious homes. Yeah, it's damaging. Right. It's very damaging. And I think that Ed was the unhealthy relationship with him and his mother and the hate for women that he that she kind of like drove into him yeah him missing his mother i think it was just a bad concoction really you know yeah it's almost like the religion aspect makes you so good that you turn bad right Right. like i don't know how to yeah but just you don't like you're not realistic almost Mm -hmm. like you know what Mm -hmm. i mean like i just feel like there's so much with religion that's just not healthy yeah the you know not being able to have your own free will without guilt and i don't know it's just there's just a lot with religion that i don't agree with and it's and you know my stance on religion like i believe that there is a god and i do pray Mm -hmm. and but i don't believe in organized religion i think it's just so unhealthy yeah no i definitely don't like to if somebody says like you know god bless you or anything or or i'll pray for you something like that i'm like great as long as it comes from a good place and if brings people comfort that's cool with me Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna shut you down be like tell you anything that's gonna hurt you Mm -hmm. but yeah when you're born into a toxic environment with toxic parents toxicity of religion (laughs) it's overbearing it's too much yeah, and it makes you it makes you resent it in a way. Also, you could turn to Carrie, and <sighs> you know, all of a sudden you, you just want to. I think Carrie was high school. Carrie was good for what she did. <laughs> I think she was a vigilante. She was. I mean, maybe yeah. not everybody. She yeah. should have just killed the people that you know. It's a good movie. Mm. Really good movie. So yeah, I think that Ed and, and and quite frankly, just based on what I hear, I don't think that Ed was schizophrenic because if he was schizophrenic, th- these behaviors and he and obviously if they're diagnosing him and saying that he's schizophrenic and these behaviors are stemming from being schizophrenic, these behaviors would have been there throughout his whole life. Mm. So if there weren't women going missing, well, let me rephrase that. Not his whole life. Typically, males are are more likely to get schizophrenia, mm-hmm. and typically, signs of schizophrenia do not start until an individual is 18. So from 18 to 25, that is typically when males will develop schizophrenia if they okay. are going to. And the fact that there wasn't really, we don't know how long before his mother died, was he killing before his mother died or was it only after? You can't tell me he became schizophrenic because of his mother's death. Right. Yeah. That doesn't add up. And especially back then with psychology and mental illness, it wasn't really brought up. Right. And there was only like a couple of things, Mm -hmm. you know. And they just pinned that because that's what worked with the scenario, which I don't think he was schizophrenic. I think he was just a psychopath. I do. I think that he was just, you know, uh, had antisocial personality disorder or something like that Mm -hmm. because that was not schizophrenia Mm -hmm. because that would have been there already. So Mm -hmm. I think that's bullshit. I think his mother just ruined him, to be Mm -hmm. quite honest. Yeah, there's plenty of serial killers. uh, I I don't think he's a serial killer, but like there's plenty of serial killers that uh, have similar scenarios like that, too. Yeah. You know, just um, overbearing mothers and too much religion and 
culty type environments. Wait, you wouldn't you wouldn't label him as a serial killer? He's in that category, but he is more I, of a psycho. Yeah, like he didn't kill as many people. Like he, most of the people that he, he ended up mutilating were, were already dead. Already dead. So, so I think that's yeah. So he's probably more of a psycho. Yeah, he's like I don't know what you would call him. I'm sure there's a word out there, but yeah. mentally unstable for sure. Yeah, hundred percent. So that is the story of Ed. <laughs> Ed Gain. Ed Gain. Gain. We learned something new today. Right. We learned a bunch of new things today. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed the story. <laughs> yeah. Even though I couldn't talk today, I don't know. <laughs> I, I what can't the talk half the time. <laughs> I'm yawning over here half the time. It's like I don't understand why. Fucking cats distracting. Cats distracting. <laughs> I'm yawning. <laughs> So that is our seventh episode. Please let us know what you thought. Yeah. Our social media media should be up and running by now. And um, we will write all that information in our show notes. Right. So just make sure to look on there and see what information we've provided for you because we're working we on are it. working on it and yes. we um this is all you're gonna be hearing it in the future. Right. So it's like future's past right. or something. <laughs> right <laughs> so it's a lot of work going on behind the scenes yes. but check our show notes we will get up to date with our episodes yes we appreciate your time we love you yeah come back soon until next week next week bye-bye